Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com This is California School News Radio with your hosts, Kevin Osmus and Drew Schlossberg. of education in California. This morning we've been looking at school districts and the various ways they uh, reach out to students to bring out the best in them. And for 14 years, Monrovia Unified School District has held their elementary school Olympics at Monrovia High School. And uh, students from all of the elementary schools participate. And I attended the 2018 Olympic Games, and that's where I met the organizer of the Games, Dana Elliott of the Wild Rose School of Creative Arts. Welcome to California School News Radio to you, Dana. Thanks. It's great to be here. Oh, we, uh, the, uh, so so happy to have you on. And also with us this morning are two Wild Rose students and elementary Olympics participants, uh, uh, Joshua Minlove and Amira Sora. Uh, Josh, Amira, welcome to the program. Are you on there? Thank you. Yes. Yay! Okay, well, thank you for being on. Just sit tight there. Uh, we will we will get back to. You. We know you have a lot of fun facts about the Olympic Games, uh, so we're gonna we're gonna make sure we hear about that. But first, uh, Dana, I got to tell you, when I first walked onto the track to Monrovia High to watch the games, I was blown away. I, I've never seen anything like it. Really, just a rainbow of spirit and competitive enthusiasm. And so, tell us a little bit about uh, how you came up with the idea of having these games and the purpose and so forth. Sure. Well, about 15 years ago, um, back in the early days, we used to teach our own PE classes. Nowadays, we have a PE teacher. But that was one of my favorite times during the day, is being with my kids out of the classroom and being on the field, running around, and I saw a whole different side of so many kids. Some kids, you know, it's hard in the classroom, but man, they excelled out of the classroom once they got on the field. And I thought, you know, it's sort of too bad that there's nothing really that gives them the opportunity to be recognized for this. Um, a lot of our kiddos, they're not ones that are going to be signed up at four years old for T-ball or AYSO soccer. And that yet track and field kind of is a level playing field. You've got kids that can come out and just have natural ability. So that kind of was sitting in my mind. And then we have a fabulous foundation, Monrovia School Foundation, that um, one day just had grant applications in our teacher boxes. And I thought, okay, this is the perfect opportunity to write up a grant proposal. Let's have an elementary Olympics and have every school have a team and compete. The original idea was to do it on Saturday. And then back then, the principals uh, had the proposal for the um, Monrovia Elementary Olympic Games, which we call the MEO Games now. And they said, you know, we want to do this on a weekday so everybody can come, not just on a Saturday. Not everybody will be able to come. So it just morphed into this big, huge event, which is super fun. One of my favorite days of the year, a day I will scream and cry because I see kids just, I mean, you literally see kids that are running and just getting a, maybe a medal and having this great time and this personal success that can't be matched. So it's just it's been a it's been a really big effort by a lot of people in our district to put it together, financially support it, and I think the kids like it. It's it's usually a pretty memorable day. 
Well, certainly it's, I mean, just based on the cheering that you hear and, and, and support <laughs> from the audience uh, and even, and, and you, you have like uh, well over a hundred um, uh, kids from the high school also participating. And I think we've discussed this. Many of them mm-hmm. were likely in the Olympics uh, uh, when they were, when they were going through elementary school. Um, I want to bring in my colleague, Drew Slosberg uh, right now, because he is a big supporter of these types of things. I know he has some great questions for you. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, Dana, congratulations on uh, 13 years of uh, this uh, amazing uh, event on this. So I love the fact that you've moved it now to the the school day and you do it on a Friday. Mm -hmm. Is it always on a Friday? It's always on a – actually, it's on a Thursday. Thursday, okay. Thursday of March, only because Monrovia takes Cesar Chavez holiday, which is usually the last Friday, and then we have our spring break. So it's kind of a great wrap-up to the um, sort of that middle of the year before we come back after spring break and go into all our state testing. So it's a big old celebration for our fourth and fifth graders. Right. No, that, that, that's, uh, that's terrific. So is it, uh, so it's fourth and fifth graders that participate, mm-hmm. correct? And, yes. you know, at five of the schools that are in the district, correct? Yes. Uh-huh. And so how many kids participate total? So now it's going to be, um, there is going to be 30 kids, 15 boys, 15 girls, and it can be any mixture of fourth and fifth graders. We ask the PE teacher or the coach to basically pick your best athlete. Right. And yet they have to abide by certain, you know, sportsmanship things. If they get selected for the team, say, a month before, and then they have some issues maybe with behavior, right. they can lose that privilege. So there's uh, uh, 30 from each school, so there's 150 athletes all together. Right. And then the rest of the kiddos that are not athletes, they're actually the ones in the stands that are the um, audience. And they get to watch the field event or the track events, but then during the field event, they go into the gyms at Monrovia High and do different rotations. We've done everything from this massive hula hooping activity where you have 400 kids hula hooping all at the same time to different dance organizations to, um, oh, we had even a ginormous volleyball game with one of those huge volleyballs. So they actually participate in some sort of physical or character building activity. And then they rotate to two different ones that are a half an hour each. And so they're um, busy doing stuff as well. Right. So then is there like prelims that the schools will do to get down to their top uh, 30 students? Yes. I think most schools run a tri- – the coaches run a tryout. Right. And usually those take place over a couple weeks. And I know like at our school, the coaches like keeping times and then has a t- couple different tryouts for if you're a long distance, if you're a sprinter. So um, then there's also kids, though, that are on the team that don't have a track event. They do field events only. So maybe somebody is a really good, uh, you know, field event person with football or basketball, but not as fast running. So they can be on the team as well. No, I think that's uh, terrific. How many parents show up to this? Oh, let's see. I think this year we do have everybody sign in. And I think there were probably about 300, I want to say, at the event this year. Of course, it is during school day and some people have to take off work, but I'm going to guess at least 300. Yeah, listen, I think it's wonderful, uh, you know, what that advance noticed, uh, just get the day off. Make, of course, I make yeah. it easier said than done, of course, uh, in, right. in, in in this uh, area. On the, um, and so uh, have some of the students, that you've been doing for 13. years, right? And yeah, actually 14. We just finished our 14th game uh, two weeks ago. Great. So it's 14. So how many of those students have now moved on to track and field careers? That's a good question. I know that we've had some that I have seen um, later at the high school who are on the track team now because they had said, yeah, that kind of got me interested in track and field. 
And that is something I, I, I should put out some sort of feeler about how many people are out there doing um, some sort of physical uh, thing beyond high school that may have started back when they were in elementary school. It's funny because I actually was at the high school last year for an in-service day, and there, the high schoolers were still there. But I was walking down the hall during the day, and I was like, oh, my gosh, there are kids wearing their old MEO shirts. That's <laughs> funny. I mean, they still fit into them. They're barely because they've grown so much. But it's kind of just like, oh, that makes my heart happy to see that it's still such an important thing. Um, the day that we had uh, two weeks ago our MEO games, we were, well, Wildros did win. And uh, apparently the word <laughs> got to one of the middle schools, Santa Fe Middle School, and they were having a spirit or pep rally at the time. And they announced that Wildrose won the MEO games, and a lot of our kids go from um, Wildrose to the middle school Santa Fe, and I guess Santa Fe just erupted when they heard that news. And I'm like, that just makes me really happy that it's just that, still that big of a thing that they care that much, no matter how old they are. Well, that's, uh, I was going to say that the, the break the news, the, the big news this year was that Wild Rose was the winner. <laughs> so that's, <laughs> so that's that. out there now. And we, and we actually have a couple of, uh, of the Wild Rose participants. Uh, let's not forget uh, Joshua and uh, uh, Mira. Uh, how you do? How, how y'all doing, Josh, Mira? I'm doing good. Thank you. I'm doing <laughs> and, good as uh, well. So, Josh, uh, we just have a couple minutes left in this segment, and we'll talk a little bit more in the next segment with you all. Uh, uh, Josh, what what was uh, what what event did you participate in this year? So, I participated in the long distance running, and I did the four by four hundred relay. Okay, that's that that'll that'll wind you a little bit. How did you do? I did good. We got third place out of all five elementary schools, which I'm very happy with. Right, and and you know relays is a little bit tough. You've got to you you've got to do the baton thing, uh, which is not so easy. Is it was that something that was uh, difficult for you to uh, to learn? Well, kind of, but at the end when they're done running, they're so tired they they just have their arm out. <laughs> like holding the baton so the other person could just grab it, which is pretty easier than the other one. Okay, okay. And then, Amira, uh, how did you participate this year? What was your event? I did the same as Josh. I did the 4 by 400 long distance. Okay. Are you on the but same team? Uh, no. There's a boys and girls, and I was okay. on the girls. <laughs> okay, and so how did the girls do? We got second place out of the five elementary schools. And okay, and again, uh, uh, so how did, how did you do? You, do you run a lot? Uh, is this something that you do? Uh, do you go like jogging, or or is this just something that you trained for just specifically for the Olympics? It was a matter of practice and keep doing more laps every day without stopping. So okay. there's a lot of uh, practice. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, do you have uh, we have thirty seconds left? Drew, do you have a, have a question for our for our scholars here? Yeah, I, I do. Uh, if you, just really quickly with Amira, you know. So, do you do again like uh, Kevin saying? How much do you run a week uh, to get ready for this big event? Every day, around two um, laps around our field. All right, that's right. That's very good. And uh, how about you, Joshua? Um, same with Amira. We run two laps every day to practice, but then at home on the weekends, me and my dad like to run on a trail that's by our house. All right, very good. Oh, nice. I know we're going to get some more questions as we come back from break. Is that correct, uh, Kevin? Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, we're on California School News Radio, and we're uh, talking to Dana Elliott and a couple of students from Wild Rose School of Creative Arts about uh, elementary Olympics at Monrovia Unified. Uh, we'll be right back and talk to them a little bit more right after these messages. Stay tuned. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the Coaches Training Program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash wsradio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash wsradio. You may have heard me brag about Progressive Medical Center and just how much they've helped me with my health. And Dr. Goley, one thing that you've helped so many people with is migraines. Unfortunately, there are millions and millions of Americans who are suffering with migraines and headaches, and debility because it affects the quality of their life and they cannot function properly. At Progressive we get the root cause because we understand that migraines could be caused by nutritional deficiencies, hormonal imbalances, believe it or not, delayed food sensitivities. And once we determine what the real reason is, we put a plan of action together with medication that we get them off slowly and we put them on an all-natural approach and the results are amazing. Incredible. I mean, there's so many people that can say they don't live their lives with migraines anymore thanks to Progressive Medical Center. And that's what's exciting and rewarding to us as physicians because we help our patients take control of their health and that's why they're living well. Why don't you get a hold of Progressive Medical Center today? Don't live in pain. Don't have migraines anymore. Just go to their website, progressivemedicalcenter.com. This is your life. Live it well. This is Bill Gruber with BizVid Communications, a Southern California video production leader. We've been honored to sponsor, produce, write, and host many of the fine programs on WS Radio over the years. So we understand how important the internet and your website exposure are. As video producers, we know the tricks and secrets to incorporate video to increase your search engine optimization and business success. Visit bizvidcommunications.com to see what we can do for you. B-I-Z-V-I-D communications.com Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com This is California School News Radio with your hosts, Kevin Osmus and Drew Schlossberg. 
Welcome back to California School News Radio, the voice of education in California. Uh, we're here with Dana Elliott, uh, who teaches at Wild Rose School of Creative Arts and came up with the idea of the Monrovia Elementary Olympics, or MEO, as it's uh, known now. Uh, welcome back to the program, Dana. Thank you. <laughs> as, long, as well as uh, Joshua and... Amira uh, of Wild Rose. Uh, we will uh, before we get into I, Dana. I just want to touch back something you mentioned in the, in the first uh, half. Uh, it, it, the, the whole idea of finding something that the 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 students can excel at. Because and Drew, I, I know you'll find this a, as a shock, but when I was in high school, I I, I struggled. I was uh, I, I was just not not into you academic. <laughs> not me. Uh, uh, you know, it, it wasn't like I was in danger of flunking out of school, but I just basically I had lost a lot of interest. And uh, late in my junior year, uh, you know, they announced that, that the uh, ASB elections were coming up. And, you know, I thought, well, maybe maybe I could run for president. And I realized this comes with a chance to speak in front of the entire school. And I knew the kids that already were running for these types of offices and they were not public speakers. So I seized on that chance just to do that, just to get in front of the entire school and do some big crazy speech and everything. And it worked. I mean, suddenly uh, I felt invigorated and I felt like I I really want to go to school. I didn't win the election, um, but the next year uh, they said, you know, we we like your voice. We want you to come in and do the the school bulletin announcements every morning. Um, And and that that was sort of my aha moment. So Dana, I'm really uh, happy to see that these things are also uh, happening here at at the elementary school level as well. Yeah, especially because fourth and fifth graders, especially fifth graders, are going into middle school. And I really feel like you need to have something besides your academics to kind of well-round your day and your life. Mm -hmm. And so if you're not already involved in a sport, like so many kids are at an earlier age, you know, you need to have something. And track and field is a great place to enter in no matter what age you are. No matter if you're, you know, in junior high or high school, you can really get involved. And like Amira said, you know, and Josh said, you know, they, you go out and just run and start practicing. Uh, yeah, and, and so well, let's get Josh and, and uh, Amira back on uh, because I, I believe that they have some, some fun facts. Uh, what do we need mm-hmm. to know? What, what's the inside story of, uh, of the MEO? Uh, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you first, Joshua, on this one. What, do, what can you tell us? Well, when you want to do the MEOs, you want to make sure that you have um, good clothes that fits you right because last year for the MEOs, I was running the 400 individual, and my pants were kind of loose, and then when I started running, I had to keep... I had to pull up my pants a couple times, and that's what slowed me down. Okay. Now they didn't. They <laughs> they didn't fall all the way off, did they? No, they didn't. <laughs> okay. That, so you were you spared that. We have that, had some uh, shoes come off of people in the past, though. So having good clothes that fit is a good is a good tip. Uh, and, and, and Amira, uh, what what can you tell us? What's a fun fact about the MEOs that we don't know? It's not only track and field, there's also um, field events, and it's while the other people are going to, like, these rotations for, like, gym and, like, dance. And have, like, you, have you participated in these uh, events as well? Yeah, so all the MEO athletes um, participate in the field events. Okay, and what's your favorite field event, then? Probably volleyball bump where you 
team up with a partner and you um, like get pop tap like toss a volleyball and you bump it to with your other partner as many times as you can. Oh, that sounds fun. And I'll, I'll let you in on a secret. Our co-host, Drew Schlossberg, actually invented the volleyball bump. You probably didn't know that. That's right. That's exactly. I'm a, I'm a very <laughs> old guy inventor. over here. But I did play volleyball over here. You know, uh, so interesting uh, to hear your stories, uh, Joshua and Amira. So I'll start with you on Amira on this. So how do you equate how important is schoolwork tied to what you do um, in track and field? Um, you have to like keep up your grades and do your homework to participate in DMEO if you want to be an athlete. If you don't do your homework and do like do get good like get acceptable grades, then you won't be able to be an athlete. You know, that's a great thing to learn because that's the same thing when uh, you and Joshua becomes, you know, uh, college athlete stars. It's the same thing. You're going to have to maintain a good GPA at that, uh, at that college uh, to do that. That's some, uh, that's some great advice on this. Um, Joshua, you feel the same way about uh, your schoolwork? Yeah, it's very important to us because we had some people in the past that didn't make it onto the MEOs, even though they're like one of the fastest runners or the best sports. Um, event people and also practicing is very good because um, this year some people only got one medal because they're just goofing around when they're practicing. Yeah, you know what? Goofing around is not a good thing. Um, That's something Kevin and I know very well, right, Kevin? Mm -hmm. Well, we like to goof around on the air a little bit. Well, you've got to have some fun in, in this aspect of this. Uh, Amir, so do you think you might want to uh, continue your track and field, you know, uh, exploits in high school and college? Probably. It was really fun doing it. Right. Very, very good. How about you, Joshua? Yeah, me too, because during P.E., I love to run, like, for free time. When we have free time for P.E., I love to just run out and do the mile by myself and just I want to keep doing that. So you had mentioned that you do a lot of running with your dad. Is that correct? Yes. How far do you run when you run with your dad? Um, sometimes it's about three to five miles. Okay, that's about three to five miles more than I could do. How about you, Kevin? <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I uh, to be honest, uh, three miles I can still do. Uh, nice. Uh, back, I, I'm a little bit uh, back from the day when I used to run a little bit longer distances. But um, yeah, I've run uh, I've run a few five Ks in, in in my time. Right, uh, right. I'm not fast, uh, <laughs> but I get it done. Uh, <laughs> and how about you, Dana? Are you are are, are you participate in the in the athletics? Uh, well, I did when I was in high school a little bit. I ran cross country and track for a year, but I, these days I'm more of a walker. I do my, uh, I will walk probably five miles at a, on Saturday and Sunday each, but running it, not so much. Well, I would, I do like to uh, mention, uh, cause we didn't have time before, uh, but, uh, your background, you have a very distinguished background. You've been at Wild Rose now for 27 years. You are the gate coordinator and you're also a tw- two, 2008 Monrovia teacher of the year. And I think, uh, we, we can all see why. Uh, uh, so, so congratulations to that. We've got about a minute and a half. Drew, I'll let you have the final questions here for our guests. Yeah, I'll, I'll do this to, you know, to Dana and then again, uh, Joshua and uh, Amira, what a, a pleasure chatting with you. You know, so, uh, Dana, where do you see this going? Um, do you see, uh, this, uh, MEO games, you know, going into other grade 
levels in the school district? You know, it's funny because um, our third graders kind of did a pep squad sort of thing in the mornings, the week or two before the games actually took place, and they just cheered with us every morning because there is actually a spirit stick that's awarded. So they were participating, and they really wanted to go. Um, We just are limited by transportation and things like that, but third grade's very excited about seeing it, and so they're really excited to become a possible athlete next year. But the, I know middle schools have actually talked about trying to do some sort of event like that for the middle schools to compete. And we've even talked about trying to have a race maybe of middle school alumni, MEO alumni race. Um, it just uh, hasn't worked out yet. But we're kind of always looking to see how can we improve and what can we add to the day. And, um, you know, different uh, – we've had actually Kim Rohde, who is a Monrovia resident, come in and was our special guest two years ago opened the game, signed everybody's shirt. She was wonderful. So every year we're trying to look at and see and making it a little bit different, always trying to improve. How can we make it better? And always, always successful and uh, uh, every single year. And so thank you so much, Dana. Unfortunately, we are out of time. Uh, Dana Elliott, uh, Wild Rose School of Creative Arts and the Monrovia Elementary Olympics. And also thank you to Joshua Minlove and Amira Sora. Uh, so happy to have you on. Continued uh, good luck in school. And that's it for That's all the time we have here in California School News. We will be back next week with another wonderful program. We will see you then. One person has the power to change the world, impact millions of lives, and leave a legacy for lifetimes to come. That person is you. In the New York Times bestseller, What is Your What?, Steve Ulcher, award-winning author and founder of the Reinvention Workshop, reveals his proven process that has helped thousands of men and women discover, share, and monetize the one thing they were born to do. Grab your free copy now at www.whatisyourwhat.com slash free. That's www.whatisyourwhat.com forward slash free. Take a break from politics. Tune in and learn something. WS Radio shows are worth your time and are filled with tips and advice. Add us to your lunch routine and we'll give you a meal for your mind. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business Radio. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. It's for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. It'll help you to work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, go to ScaleYourBusinessToolkit.com. 
I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. You take your smartphone almost everywhere you go. Now WSRadio.com can be there too. Search WS Radio in the Play Store for your Android devices or iTunes for Apple and download the WS Radio application. WSRadio.com on your phone and in your ear everywhere you go. Download the WS Radio application. Do it now. It's very easy. WSRadio.com. 